Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. Matt is a 24-hour cuckoo clock. That was his nickname in high school. It's canon now. I don't understand this. <laughs> I just want to see if that sticks. What? Couldn't you imagine at 11 p.m. just 23 cuckoos in a row? <laughs> Ew. Or 11 p.m. It was 23. You're trying to go to sleep, 23 cuckoos. Yeah. Hell, even one cuckoo at 1 in the morning has got to be annoying. <laughs> Uh, gets worse as the night goes on. You get up to pee at like 3 a.m. <laughs> um, okay, I'll still be awake at 3 a.m. Nice. Because it's final season for root beer, and that sucks. I'm sorry. Um, if content seems a bit slow this week, it's only because I didn't have time to do the write-up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, in the uh, Clan Selection Plus Volume 1, they have uh, revealed Spectral Duke Dragon and its Grade 1 and 2 uh, counterparts of Vortimer. And of course we what have... So, we're going to talk about it just because, like, Spectral Duke Dragon was such a thing for such a long time in Vanguard. You mean it was the best deck in format at some point or another? Yeah. One Worlds. It did. It did. Um, but uh, the Grade 1 is... Uh, 8K on play uh, on Vanguard Circle. Look at top seven, get up to one Spectral Duke or Vortimer Grade 2. Put it in your hand shuffle, and then when it's retired from Rare Guard by your card's ability, you can put it into your soul and one of your Vanguards gets 5K. Uh, sure. What does the Grade 2 do? Uh, so the Grade 2 is it has a continuous on Van Rear. If you have the Grade 1 in your soul, it gets 1K, so it becomes a 10K base. Um, and then it has an auto on rearguard circle. When retired by your card's ability, you can put it in soul to countercharge one, which is probably the best ability on the card. Oh, yeah. And then the last ability is when ridden over by Spectral Duke Dragon, you can look at the top five cards of your deck and call up to two to rearguard circle, which is very good. That is super Assuming good. you're riding the, the Spectral Duke on top of the Vortimer. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. uh, Root Beer, you want to round us off there? Yeah. So Spectral Duke Dragon is, if you have... The grade 2 Vortimer in Soul, you get power plus 1,000, so it becomes a 13k base. And if your opponent's Vanguard is grade 3 or greater, <laughs> critical plus 1. And then, uh, <laughs> I just love our, our extreme amount of ire for that condition for everything. We're like, <sighs> It's so terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then also, once per turn, at the end of the battle attack, counter plus 1, retire 3 rear guards, stand this unit, gets drive minus 1. If you're dead, Damage zone has four or more cards. It gets drive plus one instead. Um, they actually printed limit break on the card. Holy crap! So it's a minus two, unless you get the ride chain. Mm-hmm. In which case, it's a zero. Yes. yes. Um, and then. And if you're at limit break four, it becomes a plus. Well, it becomes a wash. It becomes a zero. No, sorry. It's a minus. Okay, yeah. you, you lose so, three. You lose three cards for one extra drive check. That's a right. minus two. It's if, a minus two. Yeah, but you're it, also retiring three rear guards. That's what I'm saying. You lose three yeah, rear oh, guards. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Okay. Oh, but but three, if you fire three rear guards and then you get drive plus one, so that's like a well, net no, zero. Only if you're at four damage. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a Assuming wash. Assuming you get the, yeah, that's a wash. And then like, if you have if you rode on top of Vortimer, I think you go go positive there. Yes. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. 
Yep. My bad. It should be noted that uh, in Vortimer and uh, Vortimer's case, that when they are retired for Spectral Duke's ability, you get things from them. Uh, but not like things that are worth cards, generally. No. they You get soul and power and countercharge, which is not bad, but it's not card advantage either. Um, so it's a lot better than uh, than the original Vortimer stuff, which was you had to get the right chain off perfectly, uh, and you only like check top two, called two. This at least lets you call f- like check top five, called two. So there's like choice there. Um, yeah, but you didn't really care what you called on the old one. Yeah, because you're kind of my point is like you just because you're just gonna retire them anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still more choice. Like maybe maybe you get uh, stuff that can call into it, like it you know combos into other stuff. Also, in this case, I feel like you really do want the Grade 1 Vortimer, because Spectral Duke doesn't gain any power. No. Does yeah. not. Yeah, like, they both have the problem, like, so, like the old Spectral Duke, if you miss the ride chain, it's probably unplayable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did this win Worlds again? By hitting the ride chain. Oh, there you go. Okay. If you hit the ride chain, you're the best deck. Right. Yeah. Um, was that just a, a matter of so many people were playing the deck that it just... Topped by... Oh, very likely. Very okay. likely. Because the deck was like... Because like the engine was like mostly contained in that extra booster. Mm-hmm. So. That extra booster was so good. Uh, from our Seminal Sets uh, episode, if you want to get more into that, because we spend some time talking about it. I don't know it. if I'd call that booster set good, but it did change quite a bit. It added lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was a set that existed, though, that's for sure. Hence mm-hmm. Seminal. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think this card's actually kind of boring. Honestly. Like, well, it's a, it's more or less the same effect as its old version. They just didn't... Yeah, and it has all the same problems as it. Which is, yeah. like, bizarre. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. So, in the old days, there were no Excel circles. Everybody had the same number of rearguard circles, regardless. Getting a restand on your vanguard was a big deal because you were getting a fourth attack that turn. Um, whereas in an Excel deck where you are already by nature getting more attacks, this is just kind of another one on top of the pile for what is essentially working for a wash. Yeah. This is like the tonics level, and we are so long past the tonics. Yeah, it's certainly been a while. Um, yeah, okay, so this is going to be a thing where people are going to play this because of the nostalgia factor alone, and I think it's going to take people some time to figure it out. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure you just jam Percival and try to get two Excel circles on your first grade three ride and win. But So you're playing Gurgit still, but you're just playing like less good Gurgit? Basically, yes. Well, if it turns out to be a budget Gurgit, then that's a little different and interesting. Um, I guess. How much well, is like, Gurgit right now? I know Percival is only like seven bucks, which is not I feel terrible. Like you'll need a lot of the same cards, and the only difference is that you'll have four Gurgits. In, you won't have four Gurgits in your deck, and your grade twos and grades mm-hmm. one will be worse. Mm-hmm. Like it just seems yeah. bizarre that you would just like you change out four cards or like twelve cards, and your deck just becomes worse. I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, but you don't have to buy Gergert's. Gergert's not even expensive. He's only like 12 bucks as of this recording. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's like a decent amount, but it's not super expensive. It's not like 40 Compared to like Vanquisher during its heyday, oh, this yeah. is nothing. Real good. Yeah. Um, like, I, I think because that set ended up being like decent enough. Mm-hmm. Where people other... actually want multiple things in it, so... Yeah. And isn't short-printed <laughs> Phantom Dragneon. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to bring this up, A, because we're kind of making, like, every other uh, Vanguard show and being like, ooh, new new card reveal, we gotta, gotta get in the weeds there. Like, I, I'm not gonna pretend we're different fight, because we upload on a weekly basis and not to YouTube. But, uh... This card has a second life, not just here, but in Vanguard Zero, um, which we've not, we haven't really done like a Vanguard Zero episode or gone into. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure two thirds of this podcast don't play it. Yeah. Wait, am I the one third? Fuck. Okay. Uh, th- I okay. watch people play it occasionally, but yeah, I don't really mess with it. It's more of a waiting for stuff to print at my work game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll watch the events, like like when different fight streams, like the uh, like Japanese like top eights, or whatever. I'll usually catch those, but I'm not like going out of my way to watch like zero content. Yeah, same. Like I like Vanguard for the actual card game. Zero just does not give me that experience. Like, yeah. I think there were times when I thought Zero had like interesting things going on, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like, and I still think that there's some like. Sometimes cool things happen, but it's mm-hmm. just, like, not really what I'm looking for. Like, if I'm going to watch, like, content on at this point, I'm also all, I'm all pretty much watching League of Legends or we'll play MMOs. Yeah. The the thing that I like about Vanguard Zero, not just because it's something to pass the time, but because they will do small but meaningful changes to uh, major boss monsters. Maybe it's something as small as turning Polaris from a Counterblast 2 to a Counterblast 1 for that restand, but that matters a lot in something like Great Nature. Um, but what they did with Spectral Duke uh, is they changed the, the restand ability where uh, you kill 2 instead of 3, um, and it loses Twin Drive, but you draw a card, and that's because of how the drive check works. in. Right, because they don't actually add cards to your hand. There you go. But the other major thing, and it's a small thing, is that this card can also be included in a Shadow Paladin deck. Um, this is also a thing with the uh, Vortimer Ride Chain, and also uh, with uh, Chrome Jailer Dragon, I think because it mm-hmm. looks like Spectral Duke, kind of. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh. I think that the Spectral Duke that we're seeing now, this V-Series one, ironically, would be better in Shadow Paladin, because Shadow Paladin... I actually Paladin... think it would be... What? I mean, I'll let you finish first, but I actually think it would be worse in Shadow Paladins. Okay, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, <laughs> the reason that I think it would be better in Shadow Paladin uh, is that, A, the ha- being a Force Clan, you have uh, less overall attacks just by very nature of who you are. Um, so... Having a restanding vanguard with force gifts would probably put more pressure, but also getting a fourth attack means more in force than it does in excel. Um, 
So this would be good for that, but also I think Shadow Paladin has rear guards whose job it is to be retired. Um, and Gold Paladin doesn't really have that except for these two new Vortimers. I think I disagree. And the reason that I disagree is because that what's nice about, or what was nice about the old, like, what was nice about uh, Gold Paladin cards that retired before is that your board would often be filled with bullshit because of the way Gold Paladin retired. Mm-hmm. Or called things. Well, because so it was always called, like check like, top, right? Yeah, like this was always like check top one, call it. You always had, you you just sometimes had junk on your board. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that retiring cards wasn't so bad because you know you'd be retiring like oh hey, let me retire this draw trigger this crappy grade one that's already done its thing like uh, what's the soul blast one draw card mm-hmm. that everyone played yeah, uh, yeah. anyway yeah yeah you know you, these cards would just like exist on your board and not be good enough on their own but like. Mm-hmm. Like, I think with the way calling works now, the retiring is more often than not going to retire units you actually want. Mm-hmm. Of that, because you're looking at top five, like so, like the units you call off the ride chain, for instance, are just going to be higher quality in general. Percival calling Aglavale, that's a unit you already want, mm-hmm. right? That's going to be a fairly sizable unit. It's not gonna, like it's going to be, and like Gold Paladin kind of like replacing things here and there can be kind of nice with the retire in some sense but um yeah i don't know it, it, it just is a little different now than it was at the time but mm-hmm. I, I do think it'll be I, I think i agree with what root beer was starting to say about it being a uh, worse in shadow paladin you can go ahead and uh, expand on that yeah so a couple of things one is that you still kind of want to retire for the because you do have force one to make up power losses but i think with a restander, you probably want Force 2, especially because it can also gain a crit. Yeah. Although, I assume if they did put it in Shadow Paladin, they probably would have reworded it to not work with Force 2. I but don't, I don't know. I, I think that would have been fine. I think it would have been, like... If it's Force 2, it's not really... Get, it's not getting the power... It's not getting power from Force Markers on its own. Uh, yeah. So it's just a lot of crit with low power, which is, like what Majesty Lord Blaster was for a long time. Um, aside from that one turn where it would eat the two, Blaster, Blade, and Dark for the 10k. After that, it was just 12k with a crit all the time. Yeah. So then, you know, you still kind of want Vortimer, but then, since it's not 5k, it can't be searched with all of the usual Shadow Paladin searchers. Yeah. Which means you're going to end up paying resources using something like Leofall. Mm-hmm. And then... You also kind of have the problem where a lot of... Sha- because Shadow Paladin cards are designed to be retired, a lot of them are garbage. So, you know, with Gold Paladin, like Matt said, you have things like Percival and Aglavale, where there's still strong rear guards on their own, getting you advantage, where in Shadow Paladin, it's like, okay, Spectral Duke and only Spectral Duke matters. The rest of your board is just fodder. And this is kind of like, okay, then... Because part of the reason why Luard is good is it gives like crit and pa- it gives crit to all your units, and because you're just dumping force markers out, you can make up the power. So it doesn't matter that you have a bunch of 5k grade ones up on board; all your columns are going to be 50k anyways, which Spectral Duke can't do. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I'm not sure if they're uh, going to try and hit uh, Luard again in standard. Um... But uh, I feel like I, I I don't know if they will. Eh, I think Luard is fine now. Like 
unbanning Anger Blader plus the new Bermuda set is probably going to be enough to like kind of balance the yeah. the field. Um, I don't know. It just seems like all this gold paladin stuff is a, a black sheep, no pun intended, um, for what gold paladin wants to do. Because it's not like you have other stuff that kills your own rear guards. Yep. In golds. Um, well, because Spectral Duke only exists in this form because at that era in Limit Break, Shadow Paladin basically didn't exist. Yes, because they did that weird thing where they were like, ooh, for lore reasons, it's disappeared. You're like, oh, my God. Um, side note, uh, our our good friend Howe, uh, Vanguard Punk on YouTube, is starting to cover the lore of Vanguard, and it's pretty funny. Uh, well, I'll, I'll link to it in the, in the show notes if you want to go check it out, because, uh, yeah, it's a good time. But um, I... What what Vanguard Zero did, where it allowed, you know, this ride chain and Chrome Jailer to be used in either clan, and uh, with stuff like the uh, the order that works with Royal or Shadow Paladin, or the thing where you can use four Blaster Dark in Royal Paladin for Majesty Lord Blaster's sake. I think it's something that uh, Boucherod has toyed with that they've never really tried in uh, a large amount Mm -hmm. that I think they, I really think they should. I know it's a little awkward because the way Vanguard works is it's kind of baked into the game that you have your clans that do stuff and that's it. I guess that's the thing is the problem there is at the beginning of the game, we had what is now known as extreme fight where you could mix clans but then they just printed cards in a way where it's like, actually, though, you need all the cards to be in the same clan. Otherwise, this unit loses power or just straight up can't attack. And, you know, they, they kept pushing the game in a direction to isolate the clans. And things like Majesty Lord just kind of ended up being thematic more than anything. Yeah. Um, but, the like, certain clans in this game do tend to... Uh thematically be close to each other whether by accident or not Tachikaze and Shadow Paladin for example get compared to each other because it's all about eating your own rear guards. now that's done in different fashions where Shadow Paladin it's more of a once per turn like ritualistic manner again no pun intended with Tachikaze it's just everything eats everything else yeah just the way of life but that there is a similarity there uh D.I. and uh, Pale Moon get compared a lot because they're soul-related. Everything about, like, Pale Moon is selective soul-charging. Dark Regulars is just quantity of soul. But there is a similarity there. Um, Grand Blue and Great Nature got got a little bit of a comparison there when they had the hollow ability for a time. Because Great Nature was all about buffing its own stuff and then it died. Like, stuff like that. I think it would be neat. It maybe you have cards where um, you could do it like they do in Zero, where it's like a line of text, where it's like this can be put in this deck also, or they could have it where like the clam thing on the bottom is like a weird gradient between the two, and then you have like a you know like a yellow fading into a red, and then it's the yeah. shadow touch cousin, that kind of thing. We also technically have cray elementals, but that's like not, not the quite. same not the same it was for a little bit with Zazan but 
We shall not speak of that. Yep. Well, that turned everything, every deck into Cray Elemental somehow. <laughs> uh, not not so much the uh, the Cray Elemental working for every deck. Now, if Boucherode were to somehow do this, they won't. Uh, do you think that this would be a way to open up more card design and also maybe deal with the balance problem? If they opened up what? If, I, I if, they, like, what specifically? If they started printing cards that worked in two clans, aside from the Royal mm. Shadow thing. Um... I think I think the problem is I, I think you're hinting at a problem here that's actually just much larger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the issue is like and this comes up all the time is like well this the, some clans aren't supported enough some clans aren't supported enough. We hear this every single cycle, right? Like this clan got supported like four times. This clan didn't get supported enough. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. But the problem is I think there's just too many clans. Like. The, the fact that there are, you know, 24 clans. Yeah. And that we have, you know, some main character clans are going to be supported multiple times. And mm-hmm. some clans are just going to get nothing. And it's like, this is just going to keep happening. Like, printing cards that work in multiple clans, like, obviously is a start to that. But I think it should just be kind of reduced to nations, really. And not even yeah. have to deal with, like clans in general like you can't like that way like you know if you print support for Kagero that supports Tajikaze in the sense that it's like the same nation yeah the cards do generally different things but that's not necessarily a bad thing it's like now a different archetype in the same nation but you can mix together these things so that they can kind of you know be together in that way right and I think that would be a then you know you only now you only have six things to support, and it makes a lot more sense from that perspective to support it. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. some clans within nations almost have nothing to do with each other. That's Z- fine. Zoo is the best example. Great nature, neo nectar, and mega colony do very very different things. Correct. Um, yeah. I mean, but that's also something where like they can they can try to distill some of the clans a little bit and try to isolate hate the common factors to make a more general nation theme yeah like because mm-hmm. great nature and uh neonectar do gain buttloads of power for different reasons and do different stuff yeah with it. but like um but you can kind of merge their concepts together mega colony is going to be a little harder to work with because me- they have no idea because even they have no idea how mega colony works but you know yeah All right, but what if you just delete mega colony yeah, they could. Oh, oh, you mean like uh, what? What if they laid off some clans? Hint, hint, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's definitely an interesting concept. Again, link to that in the show notes, uh, along with uh, our Patreon link, which is uh, you know, thanks, Darren and Cole, for whatever. We'll <laughs> talk about more at the end. Um, <laughs> ass grinding halt aside. Um, I think Matt might be onto something there. If you, like, even if it's just a few cards per set, right? Like, you have, like, okay, this set supports three clans, but also for all of the nations in that set, you have some Dragon Empire stuff. Like, let's take Phantom Dragon Aeon. You have like, the the tech booster stuff, and then Shadow Paladin. That's four nations you can support. 
So there's simultaneously two complaints that people have about how things are supported. One, on one hand, they'll say, oh, the support comes out too quickly. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, they'll say, oh, some clans aren't supported enough. Mm-hmm. But yep. you have the situation where you're like, well, if you want support to come out every few months, then you have to have sets that just have a fuck ton of clans in it. And then some clans are going to get supported less than those sets than, than other clans, and they're gonna get, that's going to be their one support a year set. Mm-hmm. But... If you had nations, then even if you had a set that just had some of these clans in it that were really now just part of nations, as like archetypes, they still like support that nation, but not you know maybe in a less direct way to some archetypes. But the fact is, you're still playing, like they still work for other decks even in some way, mm-hmm. and like this would reduce not this would make it so that you can release less sets a year, so that it solves that problem, but also means that clans just get generally more support. And that they can use cards from, you know, like Dragon Empire can use cards from any one of them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also thematically be uh, anything or anything aesthetically, but just happen to work in Dragon Empire um, or United Sanctuary or whatever. I do think United Sanctuary might still have that problem because it has the most clans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where that, like, mathematically, you're going to get more yeah, of but... those. Three of the clans are basically the same thing, so it's fine. What, all three paladins? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, maybe. But OTT it, it, and Genesis are basically also the same thing. Chris, I'm sure Chris will be very mad when he hears this, but it's true. Aesthetically, anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, different mythologies. Alike. I mean, they even had the same character playing them for a while. Yeah, um, and for a while, I think Genesis just straight up had OTT's gimmick. What, the revelation <laughs> thing? Not even. Like, I'm pretty sure they also like Himiko, where she could just like give her trigger checks to everything. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot because the the Susano stuff um, was good for about five seconds, and then it got eaten by uh, what team after that? Was that the uh, the Revon Vanquisher stuff that kind of overtook it? Or was that Susano came out in the same set as Dote was the problem? Oh, that's right. That's the right. deck was still pretty good. It just wasn't as good as like the stuff that came out basically directly after it, or at the same yep. time. It's unfortunate, um, but yeah. So even for like a uh, a nationwide card, maybe you could have it like aesthetically be like you release a card for Zoo, and it's an animal with a tool, which implies that it's great nature, but you can use it in anything. Um, and right. I will say that the nations overall generally have decently well-matching aesthetics. The only one is, like, Gear Chronicle and Dark Zone. That one that one does not mesh with the, like, demon theme everyone else had going for them. Yeah, Gear Chronicle seems like it should have been in Stargate. Right? Right? I think maybe just because of the gears. I be- the reason it's Dark Zone is because they wanted to make it steampunk, and because Dark Irregulars especially looks very Victorian era, I think that's why they ended up going with that. Wacky. It's my I really anyway. just think I really think it's important that they wanted their Dark Zone clan. They just threw it in there. Well, it still would yeah. have been the same number of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but they didn't want another uh, Stargate. Uh, yeah, Stargate clan apparently because they just added one of those, right? Mm-hmm. Link Joker. Yep. Well, that wasn't even that long ago. Link Joker was like midway through. Yeah. The original. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. To each their own, it seems. I will say, I want to put a caveat that I don't think the Xeros Dragons were exactly what I meant when I said nation cards. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I definitely mean, like, cards that are just 
you know in your deck that are like n- perform their normal operations. Like I don't mm-hmm. mean like big game ending things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to. Although the zero earth right. dragons are a good like proof of concept ish. Yeah, like some of them are like very good and gave decks a lot of ways to win the game. Like you know, Great Nature has kind of like or even like a lot of decks just had ways to win the game with Zoa. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultima? Ultima had a lot of decks that could make use of yeah, it. Yeah, Ultima mm-hmm. made a lot of shenanigans. Well, it worked better with some United Sanctuary Clans than others. Um, but even shit like uh, Megiddo was basically the win condition of Grand Blue and Premium for a long time. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. It's a pretty solid win condition, just being able to go, all right, 68k Skull Dragon. There's a million Skull Dragons enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Megiddo was also probably the best in terms of unifying the... Cl- the various clans. Oh, for sure. <laughs> because Megiddo it turns. Based... Sorry, go ahead. Because it turns out the Magalanica nations are extremely easy to fit together. Call shit and attack. Where, <laughs> wherever you want. Yeah, your hand, the drop zone. You could just make the thing stand up again. Yeah. Well, the 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 kicker was like hand Bermuda drop zone grand blue. Precision swapping Aqua Force. There, you're done. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's an easier needle to thread than something like I don't know dust. They were like, uh, dust I don't know. Well, <laughs> at the time it was, and then after uh, after V series came out, it got nerfed big time. Um, yep, sure did. Yep, poor guy. He went from the best one to the worst one. Um, and then Ult- Ultima w- w- kind of like flew under the radar there for a bit. They're like, hey, it's okay, and then. I think once premium started to get rolling, I think people figured out like wackier shenanigans with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the name of the Stargate one, but it is hilarious. They were like, Stark. we have no idea what we're going to do, so we're just going to have it restand three times. That fits. Uh, Nova Grappler, it, it's your Vanguard that's restanding. There's uh, Dimension Police. And then Link Joker, they're just like, dude, I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Aesthetically, very very cool though. I like the way Stark looks with the little glowing lights on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, Drachma also made a lot of sense because it was just blow up board, which is oh look, that's everybody. <laughs> uh, there was one. There was also like one other thing I wanted to talk about with what we currently know of the clan selection, which is. They're basically just reprinting the cards, the original cards, with minor variations for Mm V-Series. Like, some of the... Because some of the reissue cards, like Sharhat, are radically different, whereas this one is, like, nearly identical... Like, both Duke and Dauntless are, like, nearly identical to their original forms, and take a lot of the problems of their original forms with them, and... You know, arguably the game has moved past what a lot of those cards do, and so the minor variations to update it to V standard still puts a lot of these cards behind where the game is actually at. Like, what do you guys think about that so far? Uh... I mostly agree. Uh, We've said, like I said before, that Vortimer was kind of like, kind of like just basically in a similar spot. Like as he was like late into the original Vanguard, where it was kind of like, oh well, if you hit it, I guess it's like pretty okay. But if you don't, it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's like really bad. 
And this one even has, like, I guess, like, if you somehow live another turn, it can have a crit or something. But in general, I'm not optimistic. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree, like, Dauntless, same, a similar issue of it, uh, it had also. And, uh, I mean, Fromage is basically just identical to the uh, Battle Sister Stride at the end of G. That was yep. also, like, pretty whatever. I guess was, that was better at the t- Maybe that was better at the time. I'm not sure. But yeah, That was better at the time, but that one had the advantage of stand triggers. Yeah. And this one just does not. I don't really have a good answer. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a thing where uh, he is obviously stalling for time and is uh, just saying words that connect to each other until he can think of a thought to say. You know how it is. Yep. Right? Yeah. I feel like I had more to go off that observation, but like I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. We're we're super professional. Yeah. Um I guess, I guess I can pose the question of like, do we like that decision? Like is it kinda of, like don't you feel like it's just kinda of lazy that they're just kinda of dumping out these old cards with basically the that are basically identical? Like if he it makes because the, the clan selection is a good idea in theory, where you know every clan is being supported, so we mitigate some of the problems that we had brought up earlier, and then they all will have some sort of dedicated support. So in Spectral Duke's case, the ride chain, and so you can form some kind of deck around them, but then you know they kind of take this. They kind of had everything right go leading up to this, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, we're just going to more or less reprint the old cards. Have fun. There's that, and then they're also like, they're reprinting a lot of cards, which is good. Reprints are good. Mm-hmm. But it seems like, for example, in Gold Paladin, they're bringing back uh, Kaiden and uh, Hoel, the black chains, which are thematically anyway, supposed to go with Spectral Duke, even though their effects have kind of nothing to do with this new Spectral Duke, they just seem like they're there. And they weren't exactly expensive or valued very high. They were, you know, mm-hmm. they were whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, triple R's from Aerial Steed Liberation. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it just seems like they're there to be there. Some of them, some of the reprints make sense, like all the Perfect Guards and Nemen being reprinted. And uh, let's see what other ones are coming out here. Uh, Savage Trooper. Like, some of these were promos that were fairly important. Um, and they're bringing those back, which is good. But uh, some of them, they, they're just there for the thematics. The Blast mm-hmm. Monk of the Thundering Foot. Um, Hoel and Kaiden. Um, was Emblem Master super important, or is that just there to be there? I don't know. Emblem Master even I do feels hang like... on. It's uh, uh, on play kind of lost one. Choose a card, search your deck for up to three copies of that card, and put it in the soul. Oh. And then choose uh, a unit. It's like it's like a good card because it's good for soul oh, acceleration. It, it also puts same name cards in your soul, which matters for certain other cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... it's also just a good way of getting trash out of your deck. Mm-hmm. Like great trees. <laughs> That's that's one way to th- to word deck thinning. Usually people don't say just get this shit out of the deck. Fuck that shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Compression, as wise people call it. Yeah. 
I don't know. Like, the rest of this set remains to be seen, and obviously we're going to, you know, review it when it's done. But um, I just think that the question of uh, whether or not Bushrod should expand on the dual planning thing or go with Matt's idea and do the uh, just nation, nation cards. Mm Mm-hmm. Although if they are essentially just reprinting old cards, that means Chaos Breaker probably is just going to lock the opponent's board. I really, really hope not. Um, and if it, if it locks stuff from hand, you will you will see the, a tantrum out of me, the likes of which you have never seen. I'm doubtful of that just because, like, again, the power level they've shown so far is more or less on par with their original forms. Mm-hmm. So, like, Chaos Breaker... If he were to, who emulate his original would be more or less the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, but some... we'll see. Chaos Breaker is a real big question mark going into that set. If they are copying some abilities, that means they'd have to bring back Locke. Yeah. Which some people are very vocal about not demanding back. I personally. Yeah. Although I... I I do have to say with. Uh... With Excel circles existing, I feel like that is a built-in get around to lock. Also, I will say that, like, original Chaos Breaker is really not that good. It's fine. It was good for, like, two weeks, or, like, two or three weeks, and then everyone still very excited about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's just because it looks cool, which admittedly it does. That scythe is awesome. I mean, Like, honestly, if it... If it is around the same power level as the original Chaos Breaker, I think the game can handle it. I think we'll be okay. I I was more annoyed with, like, mid to late G-era. All right, we're going to pull cards out of your hand to lock with, and, uh, yeah, good luck, mate. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. That was more annoying than just uh, if you... Because the original one was, like, counterblast and discard a card to get a lock. Yep. Which, uh, that's a fairly steep cost, although, you know, balanced for the time. Um... But, uh, yeah, I, I, I put it to you, audience. Do you think that uh, they should have, like, nation nation cards, or should they expand the dual planning thing? Um, you know, let us know. You, you can you can tweet at us, at Nexus at Night, on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Uh, where can people find you guys? You can find me on Twitter, at Wiggums, 2Gs, 2Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter and Instagram, or my other show at Bad Reading Pod. Uh, this week, it's Saturday Night Live! So, that'll be fun. Uh, Stefan and Seth Myers get together. Enjoy. And uh, also, this show is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. Uh, special thanks to patrons like uh, Darren and Cole, who uh, donate $10 a month, which is super nice. But if you want to help the show out, uh, you, you can donate a buck, get access to write-ups and deck profiles. Uh, if you donate $5 or more, you get a whole-ass bonus show every Monday. And you have access to every bonus show from before then, and it's not time-related. It's mostly just us talking about nothing. So, you know, there have been uh, fun uh, fun guests on there, like Solemn Vanguard. He's been on it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. Yeah.